Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Vanessa Tomei and Alex Lima about their wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the St. Augustine Ballroom at the Grand Floridian Convention Center. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how they planned their wedding, how they chose their locations, and how everything turned out. So welcome, Vanessa and Alex. Hello. Hello. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Okay, so that was way back when we were still living in California and my family was living in Florida and pretty much our whole family and friends lives in Brazil because that's where we both came from. So we decided to do our wedding in Florida because that's where my family lives and it was a little bit closer for family and friends to come to Florida instead of California and a little bit more cheap too for flight. And you know, it's Disney. Everyone wants to come here and they will have an extra excuse to come to the wedding. So we started searching venues here and we drove by Disney and I saw the wedding pavilion and I didn't know they had a special place for wedding. So we stopped by and that day they were open. That was a miracle because they're almost, you know, closed every time or they're having an event and they just have like special days that they are open. That day was open. And as soon as we stepped in, we were like, no, that's it. I don't know how, but that's that's the place. We both felt the same way. And my family was with us and we just like, okay, that's the place we want to have our wedding. Yeah, the music that was... um been playing at the pavilion was magic and see the castle on the back was like that's the place it was we we can literally see us being married over there so that was fantastic yeah that's awesome so then how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be it sounds like nobody was surprised everyone knows we really like disney so when we first started to plan these where we still live in California and now we live in Florida but at that time was still during pandemic so we started talking with you know friends and family saying hey we want to get married at Disney would you be interested to come and they were all so excited they were like oh my gosh I can't wait to go but we still knew there was still a couple of months and years of planning ahead so we just wanted to make sure we were like just kind of knowing the what they wanted, you know, if they were interested, how many people would be interested. But most everyone were really excited and they couldn't stop thinking and talking about that. So they were really excited and happy, especially for being Disney. That's great. So how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? Our first guest list, I think it was around 150, mm-hmm. right? 
we wanted to budget for 100 people, but we knew this was going to be hard. So we invited, I think, 120, 150 people. But honestly, we were expecting around 40 to 50 people to come because, like I said, it was still during pandemic and it was hard for people to get visas and traveling. We didn't know what to expect. That's why we put... So we started planning these. It's, it's important to say that. We started planning these on 2021 and our wedding was now in 2023. So we were, we're still like, we don't know, you know how things are going to be. But turned down that 65 people came. So it was more than we expected. But for sure, we invited way extra people. <laughs> then, unfortunately, they were not able to come. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We thought about it at the beginning. And we started talking with people if they would be interested. But especially for people coming from Brazil, this is a very expensive trip. So most of them, they decided to just rent vacation vacation homes. homes. Yeah. And it was an excuse for all of them to be together and spend the time together. And it will be a little bit more economical, too. And it was actually pretty fun because we had friends from our childhood that they stayed together. Mm -hmm. And it's been like a long, long time that that doesn't happen. And same for family. So ended up being a good choice. But we had family that stayed at the Grand Floridian with us. And that was really nice. That's wonderful. How did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? The day of the week. So I remember that we, we were thinking since most everyone are coming from either out of state from California, that's where we used to live before or from out of the country. So we had guests from Canada, Brazil, London, Mexico, Cayman Islands. Yeah, Cayman Islands. We had people from all over the world. So we were like, you know, everyone's going to be traveling anyways. So we can choose a day in the middle of the week to be a little bit less expensive than minimum. But ended up that we did not get our first date that we choose. And it ended up being on a Friday. But, you know, it worked out really well. Because we choose the Maple 4. And it's a very important day for Jason. Oh, yeah, that's true people because may the four be with you yeah so yeah we but we didn't uh, catch it at the first time we just when our planning told now we don't have any option for the day especially because it's a very important day for disney for star uh, wars fans for star wars fans so that's the reason you we moving for the friday yeah may 5th. yeah may 5th was our second day we wanted yeah, Cinco de Mayo. We want it to be at the beginning of May. First of all, because May 1st is a holiday in Brazil. So we want it to be on that week. And we want it to be beginning of May because it was uh, the weather was still good. It's not a super, super busy month uh, for traveling or hurricane, hurricane season. season. You know, so we want it to be Lord. safe as possible. And then uh, for the time of the, the wedding... We always want it to be like a dinner reception and wedding parties in Brazil, they go until very late at night and we didn't want it at 7 p.m. time because we wanted to extend as much as we could. So we chose the 5 p.m. because we still got the dinner reception and we could extend a little bit more the reception time as well. Oh, that's interesting. How much time did you add to your reception? Originally, we wanted 
to extend from, I think, 11 to 2.30. But then they said they, they were going to have an event early in the morning the day after. So we could only extend to 1.30. Yeah. But without, that was perfect. We were yeah. like, we didn't need an extra hour. That was, it was perfect. Yeah. Exactly, like perfect, perfect timing. Yeah, but I mean, our friends, they ended up doing a party after their yeah, the after wedding. after party, yeah. Because <laughs> they were all together in the same house. So when they left to the wedding, they, they continued the party over there. Yeah. Brazilians, they never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you immediately knew that the wedding pavilion was where you wanted to have your ceremony. How did you choose St. Augustine Ballroom for your reception? That's an interesting question because... <laughs> yeah, actually, we are... Um, we are looking for a place for our reception that's have more natural views, views like with the windows. And then at the Grand region, they don't have the option. And uh, and San Augustine, it's kind of a little more old-fashioned style. Let me know if I'm wrong. It's more contemporary, I would say. No, they they have more like the you know the the style of the whole resort. It's not super modern, let's yeah. say. It's more like the vibe of the whole Disney and the wedding pavilion and everything. And we kind of wanted a place for the reception that was a little bit more modern with a lot of windows that we could see the outside. And that wasn't an option at the Grand Floridian. So we started thinking of doing it at the Epcot. And we thought like, oh, this is going to be really nice because we're going to have like guests going to Epcot and we can do the pre-reception with the fireworks and our first option was the Italy Isola and then for the reception America Rotunda and we discussed these with our planner but they said that first of all you know there's extra fees for it to be on inside the park and they needed the gas minimum to be 85 people and we were like we don't know if we're gonna meet yeah. you know the minimum first of all, because most everyone are coming from very far. So we don't know for sure how many people are coming. And second of all, when you do inside Disney, you have, there's very little things that you can do from outside vendors. And there were a couple of things that we wanted to use outside vendors. So we were like, mm, I think it's best to just be at the St. Augustine Ballroom then we are in the same place. People can just walk there. We don't need transportation. We can have some outside vendors and we can transform the room with decor. And the whole process, like the ceremony, the cocktail, everything can be more flow. And then people don't need to concern about take their car or take a Uber to go something else. So we think they're going to be easier and more enjoyable. Yeah. We didn't want it to waste any minute, so yeah. we felt like the no need for transportation, people just walking there would be best. And I loved that we had our pre-reception at the Whitehall. People were actually thinking that was the reception. They were like, are you serious? We have more. The food was really good and <laughs> the view was nice. Everything was good. Like are you, we're moving to a different place. And then when they got into the ballroom, they were like, oh my gosh, this, this is amazing. So we ended up loving that we did that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So let's talk about that. What did you use outside vendors for and how did you choose them? We used outside vendors for almost everything except a couple of things that we used Disney for. So we used outside vendors for photography and videography for 
DJ and lighting decor and mm -hmm. stationary. So stationary, I DIY'd. But I think we used Disney for a couple of things on the decor that we needed to provide, like live flame candles. Mm -hmm. So we used Disney for charger plates, all the tablecloths and leanings. And I think that was it. And some part of, of the decor, because we had the, the global projections, but that was pretty much it. And then for the ceremony, we used them for the flowers and decor in general. For decor, it's Celebrate Wedding Decor. The DJ is DJ Fabio Neto. So he did the lighting and DJ. We use outside coordinator too. Her name is Juliana Villa Paris. Yeah, the coordinator is only for the day. The day off, yeah. Because that was a, a, a thing that Vanessa was very um, determined to do because she didn't want to take care of all the decoration and all the little detail. So that was the thing that we for sure going to choose. That was the coordinator for the day. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then for Celebrate Wedding Decor, what kinds of stuff did they provide? So they provided the flowers, the vases. They did the wedding cake table because we wanted to have some fake trees and we wanted it to be like kind of the center of the the reception ballroom. We wanted the cake to be like the main item of the ballroom. They provided the items and stands for the favors. They provided a table for the favors because we wanted a mirror table. Oh, we had green panels like the those mm, the yeah. hedges panels the with some neon signs. There's the another vendor that it, I mean our guests love it. We love it as well. Was uh, the photo booth? The photo booth. That was amazing idea. And at some point of the party, Vanessa and I went there just take some picture for us and everybody started coming together and everybody want to take picture it was, it was very fun we, we didn't plan that but everybody coming hey let's take a picture like the picture it was really fun and the, the quality of the picture was amazing yeah that was gala photo booth that was also an outside vendor and the quality of the pictures were like amazing 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 everyone loved it and everyone took so many pictures and like alex was saying it was so nice that we went to take a picture of both of us and people started like lining up and take pictures with us. <laughs> and these pictures turned out so great. And we were so happy that happened because we were able to have pictures, you know, with everyone while photography was setting up for other things in the room. And these pictures looks really great. I, we, that was a really good decision of doing that. That's wonderful. How did you communicate your floral and decor vision to your vendors? Did you send them a Pinterest board or just kind of give them a rough idea? I had a Pinterest board and I gave them a couple of inspiration pictures. But one of the things why I wanted to use outside vendors for decor is that I've started planning the decor almost right after I signed the LOA uh, with Disney, right after we secured our date. Because that was something that I... I really had a vision of how I wanted things to be. So right after we did that, I found out this company and I've talked almost every week with the owner and sent pictures <laughs> and we, we became friends after that. So every day I was like, oh, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And then she will come to me. 
I have a better idea. Why don't we do that? And then, oh, yes, I love that. Let's let's do this one. And then I would say, can you do something like that? And even if she said, I don't have these, but I'll make it happen. Like, for example, the cake table. I sent her a picture of a cake table on a rounded table that was all full of plants and flowers. And she said, I don't have these, but I'll make one. And she created and it looked awesome. Like when we stepped into the ballroom, I looked at it. It was like, this is amazing. I, there's even a video of me looking at Alex and we're like, <laughs> this looks so good. Like, yeah. we're so happy we did that. Yeah. And the last minute decision we had was to add those two fake trees at the cake table. And uh, that was like really good. It was a very last minute decision and it came out perfect in time. And it was like a great addition because I think it created like a, a good volume and height because the St. Augustine ballroom, it's pretty high ceilings. And you, I think he created. You cannot hang anything on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. So, but we want something that can create some volume and some little space on the, on the, the floor. The floor. Yeah, because we, we, you can only hang things from ceiling if you're using Disney. And since we were using an outside vendor, we did what we could by creating like heights and volumes. And it looked really good. Really, really good. Well, you're an architect, so you're an architect, so you know how to do things. Yeah, <laughs> I have a, I have my mind in decor and space planning, so that was great. I actually did the space planning of the room, so the room layout, I created it. Disney sent me a mock-up, and I changed it, and I sent to my decor and said, that's it. That's how I wanted to do it. Do your magic. And then she did. That's awesome. And then I'd love to talk about the Bem Casados that you wanted to have. It's a traditional Brazilian wedding cookie, and you wanted to have a certain arrangement of them for your guests, and it was a little bit tricky with Disney. Can you talk about how that turned out? Yeah, we discussed this a little bit, Carrie, while we were planning the wedding, and that's something very important to us for Brazilian weddings. That's a tradition for us, as well as having, like, so traditional weddings in Brazil, we have a large cake table with a lot of sweets, traditional Brazilian sweets. And we have the Ben Casados, which are a very tradition favors. And we were talking with Disney on how we could incorporate those traditions into our wedding. That tradition, at least, it's where we come from, from Brazil and Sao Paulo. We are from Sao Paulo, so Brazil is a huge country. So where we come from over there, this is very traditional. Yeah, so I started discussing this with my planner, and of course they said, oh, food is something you cannot have an outside vendor to provide unless you're going to provide it wrapped, and it's just a favor. You cannot have guests eating during the reception. So we debated, because something very important to us was having the cake table with all the sweets in like flower cases, and then Disney said, we can do that for you, we can give you a price for that. You can give us the, the recipe and we will create it for you. And it's going to taste delicious as well as the Brazilian would have done it. But we started to think, like, we're already having a dessert with Disney. And, of course, everything with Disney is a little bit more expensive. And, honestly, I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef. So I, I don't know if I'm looking at a re recipe online, if that's going to be the good one, you know. So I was, we were kind of hesitant of having Disney doing it for us. 
I'm sure it would taste good, but we just wanted to make sure it would taste like a true Brazilian truffles, brigadeiros e bem casados. So we found out a way with our planner to have those as being a favors and our decor person set up those in a very nice table. So that was why we decided to have the cake being the kind of the center of the decor in the ballroom. Because we're like, since we're not going to have those beautiful cake tables with all those sweets around it, then we might as well make the cake table bigger and like be the attention. So we decided to do the bien casados and the, the other sweets as a favors. And we put the sweets in the small boxes of four. And we had a bow and everything. It was so cute. We, we used the flower cases we bought that we had already bought. We put a thank you note and we put everything on the favors table. That was the mirror table that we wanted. And it looked so good. Like I didn't even miss having the traditional cake table with the sweets because I think both of those different tables created a nice space and the guests loved it. We didn't even have one box for us. No. <laughs> it didn't, it, everyone gets so many and we're so happy for it. And they were really, really happy. So we, we ended up using outside vendors for those, but we had to serve them as a favor. People could not eat at the reception. Because yeah, uh, for Disney, it's very important. They're very concerned about food and poison. So we choose as a favor so they, they don't technically cannot eat inside the Disney property or Disney. During the, the wedding. During their wedding. So that was uh, our escape to... To still have it like a true, a true a dessert, yeah. Brazilian dessert. But, but they, they were very, very... Um, they don't want us doing that at all. Like they are, no, we can do for you, we can provide for you, but we are not really. I don't know. We want something, someone from our country doing that. That as as a traditional thing. Yeah, and ended up that our guests loved it because everyone did the next day always wants to eat a little bit more of the food or <laughs> like, oh, I was so full on that day that I couldn't even eat the dessert. So they had the, the favorite street the next day. So that was that was great. That's wonderful. What vendor did you use? We used two different companies. So for the Ben Casados, we used Brigadeiro Go. It's a Brazilian lady who does all kinds of sweets, but we loved her Ben Casados. And for the actual like truffles, the Brigadeiros, we used Caramelo Doces. It's another Brazilian lady. The lady at Caramelo Dosis, she did a like Mickey and Minnie kind of like bride and groom inspired Brigadeiro. And I really loved it. So I was like, I'm going to use her because <laughs> I loved, I loved these having like the Mickey and Minnie bride and groom. That's awesome. Now, also at the reception, can you talk about your decision to bring in an outside vendor for a DJ? Yes, that was something that we thought about at the beginning planning the Disney wedding. So we are Brazilians, both of us, and 90% of the guests were Brazilians. We wanted to make sure the DJ was either Brazilian or understand a lot of, you know, the music from Brazil. So we could have like a mix of American songs and Brazilian songs. And then at first I talked to Disney and I was like, I know there is one Brazilian DJ and I really want to secure him for the date. They're like, unfortunately, we cannot do anything until I think up to three months 
before the wedding, that's when you actually start planning and securing the people's gonna be on your wedding. So I reach out to him directly to the DJ, and I was like, "I'm doing a Disney wedding in May 2023 on this day, and I really want you to be our DJ because you're Brazilian." And he was like, "You're not gonna believe it, but I just got assigned to a- another wedding on that day." <laughs> and we were like, "Oh no, I can't believe it!" And then he said, "There's another Brazilian DJ or or Latino. I don't, I can't remember now." Because like he's also you know done a couple of like uh, Latinos weddings, Brazilian weddings. He knows a lot of the music, and if I can help him to get the the songs list, but we were like, you know what? I don't want to wait until three months before the wedding to decide on that. Let's use you know an outside DJ, and we also wanted to have the screens and lighting very kind of like a Brazilian way to doing. Because usually Brazilians like to have a band on their wedding, but that's gonna cost a lot of money for us. And we, Alex, honestly doesn't really care for a band. I don't really like. I mean, I don't really care for a band on the wedding. I think they the noise. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I prefer DJ so we can mix them at. I don't know. Yeah, he he liked a DJ better, and we really wanted to have like a big screen and make the DJ to be kind of like a focal point on the. Yeah on the decor as well and having a nice uh, lit up dance floor but so in, uh, in order to you get the outside dj you have to pick a fee mm-hmm. yeah in order to use it there, but just for the dj i guess yeah so disney charges a fee for using an outside dj and we talked to, to our outside vendor and he was able to help us with with that even knowing that we had this fee to pay Honestly, I don't even know how much it costs to have a, a DJ with Disney. I mean, so I I can compare. Three but months is not a good time frame. Yeah, we we wanted to plan the wedding way ahead. We didn't want it to wait up to three months before, so that helped a lot. And this DJ helped us getting the the screen that we wanted, the lighting that we wanted, the dance floor that we wanted. So that ended up being great and. With him playing Brazilian songs and speaking Portuguese too, that helped a lot. And we had a minority of Americans, but they enjoyed so much. They were on the dance floor the whole time. So that was really, really great. We had a couple uh, American music because uh, in Brazil, we listen a lot of American song. So we had a lot of uh, 70, 80. I love it, to be honest. Yeah. Especially that, what is the music? Um, it's very common. Every wedding they have, don't stop. Oh, Believe it. <laughs> have to have this music. Yeah, that was really special because <laughs> everyone really special. was in the, in the, on the dance floor singing and, and dancing. So that was, that was great. That's awesome. Did you also choose an officiant who spoke Portuguese? Yes, so the officiant was actually the pastor of the church we go here in Orlando. And he's an American, but he is married to a Brazilian woman and he speaks fluent Portuguese. And um, when I, we talked to him and asked him to be our officiant, we were like, oh, we want an officiant who speaks Portuguese, but also speaks English because we have people who only speak English and they don't understand Portuguese. But we also have people who not understand English. And he said, yeah, of course I can do that. But he said, do you need, you need to choose the main language 
for the for the ceremony because for me to be translating everything I say it's gonna be very long and a little bit boring too <laughs> so he said what language main language do you want me to you know to do the ceremony so we decided on Portuguese because most everyone was Brazilian and especially because my mom and his family they don't speak English and they don't understand English so we wanted at least for our closest family to understand everything yeah because most of our friends they speak English they understand but for our moms you know it was very important for them to understand everything it was being said so he did the ceremony in Portuguese and a few words here and there and you know main moments he would say in English it was very special everyone loved it and even those people who don't understand Portuguese they said it was amazing they loved it loved it loved it that's wonderful so for the menu at the reception, did you add any Brazilian favorite dishes or do a combo with Disney favorites? Or how did you decide to do that? So for the menu, for the dinner, we didn't even know what to choose, to be honest. So we went to the menu tasting mm -hmm. and everything we tried, we wanted. It yeah. was like the food was so good, so Delicious. good. So we decided on a couple of things that they had at the menu tasting. Boneless ribs. Mahi mahi. Oh, yeah. We wanted to have options for, uh, we oh, wanted yeah. to have like meat, fish, and an option for vegetarian people. So we didn't choose anything specific Brazilian. We just went with what Disney had on their menu options. We choose a mahi mahi. is a is a fish that's it's a, it's been catching here on the Florida coast. So in order to get more fresh, Fish, we choose that. It's a Floridian uh, fish, so we choose and and then we stick with the dish that they have over there because the dishes over there was delicious. So there's nothing to add, to be honest. Yeah, everything was really good. When we sat down with uh, the chef at the menu tasting, he was able to help us. Like for example, we asked for a very fresh salad. It was like we're envisioning having a fresh salad with fruits, with some nuts and like cheese. And then he was like, okay, I can create this one for you. We have this one on the menu. Do you want to change any ingredients? So we change one little thing. We add that. And then he also suggested the potato pavé, mm -hmm. which was really, really good. That was really, really good. <laughs> it was kind of like sliced potatoes with cheese and bacon. bacon. Yeah. That was so good. And important to say that that potato mm -hmm. had bacon. But on the day of the reception, we have a family member who is vegetarian. And she was talking in Portuguese with her daughter like, oh, this looks so good, but it has bacon. I can't eat it. And then the guy from Disney overheard. He was like, are you talking about the bacon? And then her daughter translated for her and said, yes, she's vegetarian, so she can eat. And he was like, give me one second. I have an option for you. And he brought it for her without the bacon. So mm -hmm. because we told Disney ahead of time that we had certain people that were vegetarians, they had options for them. So that was like, I, I forgot about it. I forgot to, to tell my vegetarian guests about it. <laughs> But Disney was amazing. They overheard in Portuguese and they provided to her. So that was really great. Wow, that's fantastic. And then what flavors did you choose for your cake? So for the cake, when we got the, the tasting kit, 
it was so hard to decide because there are so many good flavors. But overall, we wanted kind of like a white cake. So we decided on doing almond. And we were deciding. So we didn't want to like a, a chocolate cake or, you know, like a colorful cake. <laughs> I don't know why we felt like it was more tradition to be a white cake. And we were thinking about doing like a fruit flavor or I don't know. We wanted to be like kind of more tradition cake flavor, but ended up that we choose almond flavor for the batter. And one option was white chocolate mousse with maple. And the other option was almond batter with amaretto crunch flavor filling. So it was so good. Everyone loved both flavors. Everyone still talks about it. And we, we didn't eat anything on the cake on the day, but we had the leftovers and it was so good to eat on the day after. That's wonderful. Did you guys add any other events around the day, like a dessert party or a welcome party? Unfortunately not. We wanted to have that, but our guests were coming to stay just, uh, you know, a few days. And like a lot of people, they never came to Disney before. And they wanted to spend their days here going to the parks and exploring the city. But most all of the days they were in parks. So they went to all parks here. And we were like... we don't really want to you know have another event i think having the wedding it's gonna be like already a big event for them and it's not really a tradition in brazil to doing something like that so we decided to take day off a week before the wedding and spend these days with our guests and we went to disney all together it was like over 20 people i think there was a day there was almost 30 people at disney together going to the rides it was crazy but it was a lot of fun. So I think we did not have the dessert party, but we had fun with our guests. You know, we watched the fireworks show together and we enjoyed the rides together. So that was that was amazing. And one thing that I really wanted to have the dessert party, especially at Epcot, because I really, really wanted the the fireworks picture. And then I mentioned these to my photographer and I was like I really wanted to have the fireworks picture but we're not gonna have a dessert party and we're not doing our reception at Epcot anymore and then she was like don't worry I know a great spot that we can take pictures of the Magic Kingdom fireworks you can just escape both of you for 20 minutes and you take pictures and you're gonna have the fireworks pictures and it was right next to the ballrooms it was so close. It was not even five minutes walking. And we had those amazing pictures for Happily Ever After. That's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? Our wedding ceremony was at 5 p.m. And I slept at the Grand Floridian, you know, the day before of the wedding. So we went to Magic Kingdom the day before. And me and my sisters, we stayed at the Grand Floridian that night. Alex stayed at home. So the next day I woke up and makeup was already there by 9 a.m. I think in the morning, Alex went with his groomsmen to a barbershop so they could get have some beers. Yeah, they hmm. could have like a fun time with uh, the men's and I had a fun time with my bridesmaid. Then by 2 p.m., photo and video got into the room and I told Alex, 
whatever you do in the morning, just make sure 2 p.m. you're here with a groomsman to take pictures and start the day. So my sisters got a room too for the night of the wedding. So Alex was able to get in the rooms and take some getting ready pictures while I was having my getting ready pictures in another room with my bridesmaid. And Disney was very concerned about us to take, take a picture on the same floor and not see each other. So they are communicating with the with them and say, uh, is the bride already out of the floor? So can I bring the groom? And they were very like planning to make sure we don't see each other. That was really nice. Yeah, they were really communicating <laughs> with each other to make sure we didn't see each other. Because our room was right next to each other. So we they wanted to make sure, like, okay, the groom left the room. Now the bride can leave the room. The groom was at the main lobby while I was having a first look with my dad because we decided to not do a first look. It's not that it's not a tradition in Brazil. I think it's starting to become uh, something popular. But we wanted to, to keep that emotion to see each other for the first time in the altar. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see him crying at the altar. <laughs> so they were very careful for us to not see each other before the ceremony. And then by 4.30, we were already at the... I was at the bridal suite and he was at the groom suite. And one thing to mention too that Disney was really great is that my grandma was with us taking pictures. And when Disney saw it and they were like, oh... Is she walking? Because we decided not to have a car just to walk from the lobby to the wedding pavilion. We wanted to, because we were like, it's going to be nice to have a car, but it's something on the budget that we, we don't have a budget for it. And it's so short, the distance that we're going to walk, you know, I, we don't mind walking. But when Disney saw my grandma, they got a golf cart and they gave us a ride from the main lobby to the wedding pavilion and then from the wedding pavilion to the ballrooms that was really nice I it was a great experience and I felt very grateful that Disney did that for my grandma and for me too because <laughs> <laughs> walking on the big dress and heels is not easy of yeah but then 5 p.m or ceremony started it was about 25 30 minutes long ceremony right after that we did the exit with bubbles and then our family and friends went straight to the pre-reception and then me and Alex we kept taking pictures at the wedding pavilion and then at the lobby because we didn't have pictures in there before since we didn't want to see each other right. and that gave time for our family to be you know enjoying the pre-reception we had a little bit of issue with time on the reception I can talk a little bit more about that later but our reception started a little bit later, but nobody noticed, not even us. We just found out the day after and it worked out fine. Like nobody even noticed. It was like 15 minutes late or something. But we, what we thought it was really nice because we we're like, okay, we're, gonna, we're not going to enjoy our pre-reception because we're going to be taking pictures since we don't want to do a first look. But then Disney came to us and said, what do you want to eat and what do you want to drink? We're going to have a plate for you. So when we were done taking pictures, we got into one of their ballrooms and they had the drink we ordered and the food from our pre-reception that was so good. Really, really good. And they were like, do you want more? I'm like, yes, we want more because this is so <laughs> good. <laughs> the food was delicious. And 
So that was very special because we thought we were not going to enjoy anything about our pre-reception. So we ended up having the food at least. Mm -hmm. And then we got to our reception around 7.15. Around 9, that's when we escaped. A little bit before 9, that's when we escaped to, to for the fireworks pictures. Right after when we got back, we got back with Mickey and Minnie. And then after that, it was just dancing. And then our reception ended at 1.30. Got it. Okay. So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of your event where you focused your attention or your budget? There are a couple of items that we did that. First of all, one of the first things that we closed the contract was photography and video. We wanted a company for video and photo that had our vision and the style we wanted. So we researched a lot before and when I talked to people, I made sure that I connected very well with them. Mm-hmm. And both for photography and videography companies, they were so great before the wedding and on the day of and now after the wedding too. So I really loved them. And that was something that we're like, okay, if we need to spend a little bit more you know, money on it, it's fine. Another thing that we wanted was the decor DJ. So we knew like we want, for example, we, we knew we wanted the screen and the lighting for the DJ and the special uh, dance floor. And we wanted to use an outside DJ for that. So we knew if we needed to spend a little bit more, more money, that would be it. Another very special item was the food and bar. So we wanted to make sure we had the open bar. So we chose the premium bar package because we wanted for a guest to have options and they wanted if they wanted to drink whiskey or wine or a cocktail mm-hmm. beer whatever they had the option to do that and the food because food is always important you know like we love to eat and we wanted our guests to have a very good food so we didn't save money on that i, I would say that that wasn't the most expensive items because we we had dessert, we had the Brazilian sweets, we had the dinner with three options of entry, you know, we had a pre-reception menu with three options of food, we had salad. Yeah, the food was the most expensive part of the, the wedding, I would say that. Yeah, and we don't regret because it was no. really, really delicious. Everyone was talking about, they still talk about that. And then were there any aspects that were less important where you maybe saved your money or just your effort? I would say stationary items like the paper uh, signs and invitations. It's not that we didn't pay attention, but I DIY'd, both of us actually, we DIY'd a lot of these things. So the menus, the table numbers, signs to be at the tables, like bar signs, favor signs, guest book signs, even the guest book, like we DIY'd everything for that. So even we really wanted like a mirror at the entrance with the seating seating charts and that was very expensive and we diy'd and it looks really good so it was not something that like i didn't really care for having like a super expensive quality uh we did it ourselves and it was nice because that was uh, an activity that we spent time together doing and it, it was it was special doing it uh and we didn't you know we didn't spend a lot of money and the invitations was something that we really wanted to have a very, very nice invitation to keep and to send family. But we decided to just send a printed version 
to close its family and people who lived in the U.S. And we sent an, a PDF version, so a virtual version, to our friends in Brazil. So that saved us a lot, you know, a good amount of money. But we still had the, the invitations printed and it was so, so pretty. There was also an outside vendor who did that for us. And it was, she, she just put my vision in paper, you know, she was really great to work with. Who did you use for your invitations? That was JBL Papery. I found her on the Disney Brides group on Facebook. Got it. So what ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? I can say mine. That was having Mickey and Minnie show up as a surprise to our guests because we didn't say that to anyone. And the DJ said, oh, can everybody go to, to the dance floor? We're going to take a picture of the whole group. And then when everyone was there posing for the picture, he said, wait a minute, there's there's someone missing. And then everyone's like, who's missing? And then he was like, Mickey and Minnie. When they came, people were like, they were not believing. The- because, I mean, <laughs> we are talking about that. Like, they, we went to the parks, you know, we we seen the Mickey and Minnie far away. If you want to take a picture, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. And then have it then exclusive just for us for a friend, take a picture, dance with us, is was kind of like, dude, uh, what, what, this happened? They are really here? So that was very special. But I would say for me, is the best moment was when Vanessa came to the altar. <laughs> I like that response. <laughs> yeah, but having, having Mickey and Minnie was very special. Like, everyone's like, I could not believe they were right there dancing with us and you know, interacting with us. This is so exclusive. Well, you know, that seems something so far away when you go in the park and you have to be in line or see kind of far away. So that was really nice. That was something that we wanted for sure since the beginning we signed the contract with Disney. But thank you. It was also a very special moment seeing you at the altar too. (laughs) Crying. (laughs) Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? One thing that went wrong, but we just found out the day after, is that my planner said that my outside vendors only had two hours prior the reception to start setting up the the decor and the space. And uh, I told them, I was like, you only have two hours. And they were really concerned because there was a lot of things to you know, to set up just the, the screen itself. My DJ said just the screen itself would take two hours. I don't know how I'm going to do. I'm going to have to hire more people or I don't know. And I begged Disney for at least an extra hour. But they said, unfortunately, we can't because there is an event happening prior to yours. And they're not going to be out of the room three hours before that. So that was a little concerning for us. And so our reception started at 7. 5 p.m., all my outside vendors that needed to set up the room were already at the room. And they were like, where are you guys? We have been looking for you guys for an hour. You were supposed to be here an hour before. You guys had three hours to set up the room. And we were, they were like, are you serious? Like, Because that's all we wanted to, you know, that's all we asked. And you guys said that there was an event. They were like, no, we were eating for you. And we thought you were not coming. Now we don't have enough time. So... Disney started helping them to set up the room and they started to know this is not going to be here because we you don't have time to do these. 
you're not going to set up this table or whatever. And they're like, no, but this is on the contract that I have with the couple. I cannot not put this here. They paid for it. They were like, no, you're not going to have time for it. You know, so that happened. But honestly, I just noticed that there was something missing for the decor the day after. I was like, wait a minute. We were supposed to have something here and we don't, we didn't. And they were like, even the coordinator and the the decor, there was very, they they don't want us to concern about that. So they take care about everything. Yeah. That was the, the, that was the reason, like it was very important for us to have the coordinator for the day so she can take care of, you know, these details details that we don't want to think about in the day. You know what I mean? Because we already think a lot to plan and we don't want to, so for that specific moment, and then we are almost two years planning, and then for just one night. So we want to enjoy the every minute and every second. At the end, it worked fine. And we never knew about anything. Like, nobody let these come to our, to our attention. Mm-hmm. So I, I just knew that because I asked, because they were not even going to tell me and or tell Alex. I was like, wait a minute, weren't supposed to have this piece in the corner? They're like, yeah, so let me tell you a little story of what happened. But that up good because your grandma sitting there because she cannot really dance for, for long too much. So she, but she won't enjoy. Yeah. So she's sitting on the thing. Oh yeah, because we had some like they're kind of like in small sofas that you can for people to because we wanted to create kind of like a lounge area Bench. and have some benches there. Ended up that my friend's suggestion was to put one bench at each corner of the dance floor so nobody would trip on the corners. My grandma ended up sitting there and so she was not she like enjoyed see, she enjoyed the party because she was sitting at the dance floor as well. You know, she was not dancing, but she was there with everyone. She was not sitting at her table. So that ended up being a good solution. <laughs> you know, it worked pretty well. That's a great tip. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? (laughs) There were so many things that we made like a big deal and then on the day off, it was just fine. I think having the sweets, I think not not having the cake table, the cake, traditional cake table was a huge thing for us and we were worried that people would be like, "That's that's so weird, like how you don't have the the brigadeiros for us to eat on the you know and it's just for as a favor so i think we thought that that's going to be a big deal but at the end people loved it because they had brigadeiros to eat the next day (laughs) so i think that worked out pretty well and we shouldn't you know stress over that before but that was a huge deal for us while planning i think it's uh as we already had desserts that come from disney they already eaten the part of sweet, I would say. It. Mm-hmm. So ended up good because they, they don't people really need that. Yeah, they didn't they notice that much. Yeah, right. And is there anything you would have done differently, knowing what you know now? I don't think so, honestly. I think while planning, you know, of course, you have ups and downs and times that you want to like, oh, I, I don't want to do this wedding anymore. Like, I'm done. It's too much. It's a lot of stress and a lot of planning. But I love doing everything. Maybe something that I would do. It's I, I think I would, instead of having just a day off coordinator, I would have maybe a full coordinator for the wedding to help a little bit or at least like a month before. Because 
we did the coordination pretty much ourselves. I liked it. I'm not going to lie. It was really fun. Like I loved thinking of every little detail and imagining how the day was going to be. And Alex helped me a lot because a lot of things I would go like, what do you think? Or he would come up with an idea like, this is how I would like this to be. And what do you think? So we planned a lot together. And I think it was a, a great time for us to spend together thinking about it. The dance. Oh yeah, we had like a, the first dance oh, yeah. that we rehearsed a lot. It was really fun, but maybe having the coordinator to help a little bit more before than just the day of the wedding, I think it would help a little bit to ease ease more, you know, on this process. Got it. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? One advice I have, like if they're local something that they could do and we did and we loved it and we thought it was very special is to mail their wedding invites from magic kingdom that was that was a really nice thing we did there was an afternoon we went together to disney just the two of us we stamped the, the invites yeah for- i would say um one thing that helped us a lot too was uh, your material yeah the book the book and that's helping a lot I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's really very good tips. Yeah, like, so ha- first of all, like having your book helped a lot because seeing all the the venues and pricing list and things that you know I wouldn't even think of, and you had it there as a tip or something. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. You know, that was uh, very helpful. And then joining the the Disney brides group on Facebook also helped a lot because you know, sharing the experiences with other brides and grooms and couples in general was very, very helpful. There were a lot of people who were able to help me during my planning and hopefully I helped other brides, other couples too. That's something I would suggest because I think I wouldn't be able to have like the Disney wedding if I didn't have those sources. And one thing, too, that I've learned at these uh, Facebook groups is that read your contract line by line. Make sure everything that you want on your day is there. Make sure everything lines up. You know, Disney, it's an amazing company. They would do everything to make your day magical. But at the end, they're people, you know, so mistakes can happen. So just make sure that you read everything carefully. Make sure you agree everything. And I think there's nothing wrong if you're going by contract. If you wanted something on the day of the wedding, but you didn't check, it it wasn't on your BEO, that's not going to happen. So, yeah. yeah. So that was something that we read very carefully. We made sure everything we wanted was in the contract the way we wanted and everything happened perfectly. So that was something, uh, you know, I saw a bride saying that on the group and I did that. I took that advice and that helped us a lot. That's great advice. Well, Vanessa and Alex, I think you've offered a ton of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, sure. That was really, really nice sharing your experience. Uh, I've always seen other couples sharing their experience. And we're very honored to be here after our magical day, you know, already happened. It's sad now because I don't want to, you know, I want to keep in the group reading I keep reading, you know, the other couples like ideas and when they're asking questions and I'm like, oh, I can't believe it's already gone. Like I want to already plan an anniversary (laughs) or a vow renewal (laughs) party. So, 
It was really nice. Well, th thank you so much for inviting us. It's a pleasure and giving your experience. I hope it's helping. I know we put a lot of Brazilian things on our wedding because we are from Brazil, but ended up we have an amazing service and amazing wedding. Not only because of Disney, but people too. People was very happy. Yeah, we had uh, uh, some families here that they said, this is the most amazing wedding I've been to. And we're like, oh, are you serious? But thinking now, like, it was really amazing. Like, Disney went above and beyond and all of our vendors to make these truly magical. So I would recommend a hundred times to for couples who are choosing Disney. Of course, there's ups and downs of every wedding planning, but at the end, it's worth it. And I'm sure everyone here is going to have a magical day. That's wonderful. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com.